Hey guys, welcome all to Junction, a podcast where we define choice. A choice to live on your own terms and by your own design, or simply look the other way and move on. I am Sanket, your adventure guide for today, as we venture deep inside India's startup ecosystem with India's new age entrepreneurs. Today with us, we have Akibur Rahman, founder of MailModo, a complete email marketing software for your business. Well, to be honest, uh, the impact of email marketing can do much more than just getting messages into inboxes. In fact, it is one of the most underrated forms of marketing. There's a lot of buzz surrounding email marketing and its benefits and its pros and cons. But what do the email marketing stats suggest? Well, for one, email marketing makes money. For every $1 you spend on email marketing, you can expect an average of 36. And I believe that that's higher than what you can expect from any other source of marketing, digital or otherwise. And to my surprise, 306 billion emails are sent daily. And by 2024, it's expected that 361 billion emails would be sent daily. But to be honest, I don't know about the legitimacy of these facts and whether these are true or not. That's why with us, we have Akib here, uh, who has been an innovator in this space to demonstrate the true impact of email marketing. Uh, thank you, Akib, so much for uh, doing this and uh, being here. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Sanket, for inviting me to your podcast. Uh, really glad to be present here. Um, surely. So, um, firstly, I would like to ask about your journey and how you sort of got into the startup space in general. Um, because, I mean, in India, you see uh, a lot of startups are coming up nowadays. So, what was your journey like and what were the sort of challenges you faced? Yeah, so... Uh... Uh, for me, my startup dream uh, actually started right from the college itself. So I wanted to build my own company, start something of my own uh, when I was in BTEC and when I was doing my MBA. So even after my um, college, I actually started working with uh, different startups to gain experience of how startups work. Um, and I also wanted to be more financially uh, responsible and uh, financially independent before I could take the risk of a starting a startup of my own. So uh, I, when I after graduation uh, from college, I started working with various startups. Initially, my roles used to be more generic, uh, but slowly I got more interested into digital marketing and I uh, built my career into digital marketing um, over a period of uh, six years. Uh, my last job stint was with ClearTag, where I was heading the marketing function there. And that experience gave me a lot of learning opportunity to understand it, the life of a marketer on a day-to-day basis and the problems we use, we face uh, in the marketing function. And differently, email was one of them. And when I planned to start something of my own, I was interested into marketing SaaS. SaaS because of the business model it provides and the opportunity that it gives me to build a company right from India for the global audience. And marketing because of my own background and my experience and uh, because I I think that I understand the problems of marketers very well and I can build a better product for them. So that's how my interest um, came into the startup and uh, starting something into marketing SaaS. When I was exploring ideas, uh, Google launched something called AMP for email. And that that excited me a lot, both from a user as well as a marketer's point of view. Users, because if you see, uh, in last uh, three decades, emails have not changed. Uh, both emails and web started during 
like similar times and if you see the initial days of yahoo and aol they were like pretty static pages with just text and links right and email uh, but web evolved so much that today we are talking face to face you know on a web browser but emails have remained the same till now uh, probably the first email that you have got and the latest email you have got they are pretty much alike right so as a user i feel that email needs uh, innovation and amp for email brings that innovation because it enables users to interact with email like they interact on web as a marketer i have always faced the problem of having not so much conversion uh, because from email because the user have to be redirected to a website from the email so if you, if i send an email to your user i expect that the user will open the email read it then click on a link then go to a website and then log in there and take several other steps to complete the action so <clears throat> if that whole website or the action can be brought inside the email it can bring the conversion up and that's how the mail modo idea originated and we started working on it we started uh, first with few uh, testing with few companies like razorpay and we got very good results in some of the cases we got like 2x 3x higher conversion than the normal emails and and that gave us confidence to build it for uh, more marketers to enable more marketers to create interactive experiences within their email and that's how mail modo started got it so uh, i mean um, you've been a marketer for a long time and you specifically chose to focus on email because amp excited you at that point but hmm. in terms of being a marketer what do you feel are sort of the other essentials that you have to look at especially when you're doing email marketing as well so hmm. uh, i mean you're sending emails and you want to make them interactive but what are the other components to email marketing that you feel are really important hmm. so email marketing has been um, like a long traditional so a channel for all the marketers so most of the things have remained pretty standard and like even marketers have thought like okay uh, there's nothing much to do uh, about email so you need to if you need want more open rates you improve your subject line if you want um, uh, consistent deliverability you maintain your domain and infra if you want better at click you want you improve the content of the email uh, but there's there has been nothing more to it uh, traditionally because it's already been like test well tested channel for most of the companies like people every company start with email as a sign up right the first thing that they do is to send an email to their users and to communicate with their users when they leave their you know, leave their website or app email is the primary channel to communicate with them with whether it is your password change whether it is a order confirmation or anything uh, any newsletter or promotional email as well right so uh, from a day a day one of a business email is part of your business so people know how to do email people know what to do there etc uh, however uh, so they, it has that's that is the reason because uh, it is considered to be like nobody pays attention to it now that much but with uh, what mail modo is trying to do now people are paying attention oh i can improve my conversion uh, i can improve my revenue from email so that's what we are trying to do at mail modo got it got it so uh, i mean uh, we'll get back to emails uh, but uh, let's at this moment let's talk about you um, so nowadays i mean i think uh, there's a fomo that people will miss out because so many startups are coming up 
Hmm. Um, so there's this um, FOMO that um, you know we'll miss out if we don't get a startup, and if we don't hmm. do a startup in our hmm. um, early days or in our college days, because a lot hmm. of people are doing it. Fampay got famous, and a lot of hmm. other uh, early stage startups got famous. So yeah. is is there is this is there actually truth to it? Because you have derived from your experiences in the corporate, mm. and uh, you have used them as you said at Mailmodo for different mm. purposes. And mm. being a marketer is what gave value to you as a marketer, and uh, then to Mailmodo. So uh, mm. what do you feel is the right approach, or is there a right approach? How do you how do you talk about this? Is this a trend that will go away of starting early, and then people will just go back to being their lazy selves? So how does this work? Um. i would say that uh, start when you are comfortable starting um you can start early in the college you can start as late as 40 50 years old as well there have been successful examples of both right uh, there are there is a facebook uh, started in college there is a kfc started uh, 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 like the founder started at the age of 42 right so i don't think that there like particular age for uh, to do anything in life not just a startup but anything else as well right uh, whenever you have a like a good idea and when you have have the like capability and um, passion to uh, achieve that you should do it like uh, i would not ask somebody to stop doing uh, startups in college or uh, or wait for the right time or the, and the right idea when you want to start up Got it. Got it. No, see, the only reason that I asked was because uh, a lot of people say that you know you need to get experience from corporates and then you start. Mm. Or and I mean, there's a debate sort of uh, that what is the right thing to do. So that is the only reason that I asked. Mm. Uh, so in in my opinion, um, no experience would be enough to start of your own because so for example, I have been a marketer always. but as a entrepreneur or as a founder i have to do a lot more than mark- just marketing i have to do sales i have to talk to investors i have to do hiring finances uh, almost like everything i can i do design and product as well so uh, i could not get uh, corporate experience for all of them uh, definitely some experience uh, helped me a lot um, in few cases uh, but i would not say that uh, uh, that a college student can't do a startup because he he or she doesn't have an experience uh, if you're passionate about it you will learn it or you will you may face some failure but eventually you will overcome it that's beautiful so uh, one more thing that i wanted to ask you was that um, when when you're coming up with something new and amp was something new and is still something new that people mm-hmm. are still playing around with and trying and testing and hopefully you've cracked the formula but mm-hmm. it's very uh, difficult to get early majority or early adopters believing in your cause so mm-hmm. in your case uh, i mean you had companies that would cater to a wider audience because as mm-hmm. we know 306 billion emails per day is not mm-hmm. a very small quantity mm-hmm. but for all of our listeners uh, do you have some advice on how important it is to get that early validation for your product so that you know that you're doing the right thing and the process is lean and you're not actually wasting on uh, i mean features that won't really add value to your product so mm. how do you sort of get that validation how is that process been for you yeah so uh, in in our case uh, we started working on the product and at the same time we started reaching out to companies as well Uh, our hypothesis was that amp emails uh, or the forms inside email will help companies increase the conversion and we did test it like with few companies so uh, uh, like you said that it is very important that 
you should validate your idea with some real customer not your friends or not your mom so there is a book as well called mom mom test um, which um, which uh, explain how you should uh, talk to your customer so that they give you good insights so you should find like if if you are starting something there would be always be a few people whether it is b2c or b2b um, uh, in both cases there will be few people who would be needing your product or who would be needing your solution because they are facing some problems so you need to identify those those problems first and then help them uh, solve that problem and eventually you will realize that okay whether your solution is he- helping them solve that problem or not so you should identify the problem and the right right people do so it should not be like you go to your father's company and say hey uh, dad can you please implement this but it should be the right customers uh, or right right people you should talk to got it so i mean you talked about solving the right people uh, solving the right problem sorry and you talked about going to the right people but one thing that people find terribly difficult is actually finding the right people that would cater to their product is the market big enough and mm-hmm. is the the frequency of the problem uh, high or am I, if i am doing it in it in a niche is it paying mm-hmm. enough or uh, is the mm-hmm. revenue stream there so how do you sort of mitigate between these factors because mail modo i mean email is something that's very wide widely used mm-hmm. if you talk mm-hmm. and but even now you're only selling to b2b businesses right mm-hmm. so uh, how do you sort of mitigate that factor that more people are using your product or if this is actually a feasible product not just made mm-hmm. for and how do you sort of do the right customer research or find mm. the right target markets yeah so uh, i think that will vary from business to business and the problem to problem that you are solving and and to for whom you are solving but i think that internet is too big and if your problem is worth uh, solving a lot of people would be talking about it and asking about it on the internet so you just need to go to right forums reddit quora and uh, like facebook linkedin everywhere and find out who are these people who are uh, asking for those to solve those problems like for example uh, somebody would be uh, like in case of in in our case uh, the problem was not evident because people uh, people didn't know that this is possible like people didn't know that forms inside email was possible but people wanted to increase conversion so uh, in our case there has been a lot of uh, studies surveys etc which say that what are the biggest problems email marketers face so one is conversion and engagement inside email second is email open rate deliverability etc so for us this that is a problem and then uh, for uh, it was easier for us because of my own background and i was able to reach out to marketers because that was said that we have to solve the problem for marketers who are using email marketing who are sending emails to their users and if we say they ke hey i can help you increase your conversion by implementing forms inside email or by integrating your apis inside email and uh, did it delight them or not so it did delight them and they experimented and it gave results to them as well and they started paying for it so that was a validation for us right uh, people can uh, borrow that same process and validate any other idea as well like you you first you will need to reach out to some 10 20 people manually and ask them hey will it solve your problem will you pay for it and like people will say yes yes good idea good idea but whether they pay for it or not uh, i think that's important as well 
Got it. So now, now you have the idea. I mean, you have figured the problem and you figured the right people to talk to and you have your product validated and tested and you feel that, you know, now is the time to go to more people and get them to download the app or whatever extension or plugin that the product, mm. basically you're asking them to use it. So, I mean, uh, a common problem that startups face is scaling at the right time uh, mm. or peaking at the right time, perhaps. And a lot of companies use really aggressive growth strategies. I mean, I think uh, I read this blog by Paul Graham uh, about, I mean, scaling where he described about Stripe, wherein um, they actually went to users and they asked mm. them to download their application right then and there. Mm. And they asked them to sort of, I mean, that was their growth strategy that uh, we'll set it up for you. So please just give us your review. Mm. So, um, I mean, uh, given that, I mean, you're a B2B startup, what were the significant challenges that you have faced uh, and you've been growing, uh, I mean, at a at an extravagant rate for the past six to eight months. So you've been scaling as well. So uh, what do you feel are the challenges that you have faced and what would be your solutions to overcoming them? Um, so gr- growth is uh, like not a one-time solution. Uh, like growth, startup growth is a journey that it will keep happening over a p- period of time. Like uh, every, there's no complacency or there's no stagnation right so you have to keep growing every day and it will not happen that we will keep using the same method every day and same trick every day and we will grow we have to uh, like keep innovating as ourselves as well um for early stage startups like uh, uh, ours uh, and where we, we are competing with a lot of already established players um, our main challenge was to match the features and match the kind of uh, um, benefits or the functionality that existing players have. So from a product side, a lot of development was required in our product. So that was a challenge that we were facing initially. Uh, However, uh, like our current product is like, like compares really good, really well with uh, existing players. On top of that, we provide a lot of other features. So it has, now it has become easier for us to like sell to customers easily but still there is always uh like problems of say urgency like if i may uh, like a um, marketer in a company i have 100 things to take uh, take care of right but and if mail model comes to me and say hey we are solve this problem i may be interested but uh, i it might might not be my top most priority so urgency could be another thing Pri- pricing could be another uh, issue. So we have to deal with a lot of different uh, challenges while selling or growing as well. Uh, the probably the solution to that is the, to find the right type of customers. Like we need to keep understanding customers who uh, are the right people. What are the problems that we can easily solve and reach out to those people. So and reaching out can be done in different way. For now, at Mailmodo, we it has been like more manual reaching out. We have not done anything um, very aggressively. We have not done paid marketing. We have not done uh, like big budget marketing, etc. It has. We are still innovating. We are still understanding customers, and we are still selling one on one. So that has been uh, our journey. But it can be very different for other startups. It can be very different for uh, somebody who is starting now. Got it. 
So, I mean, I think we've covered most of the bases um, of the early stage startup journey. Now, I would like to talk about um, what MailModo is, I mean, um, really innovating with. And um, as you mentioned previously, the AMP email. Hmm. So, uh, I mean, um, I'm sure that it would really help all the listeners and all the marketers out there if you could really talk about what an AMP email is and how it works and what are the sort of opportunities that it brings to the market for all different sorts of businesses and marketers. Yeah. So uh, traditionally, what used to happen is that uh, email uh, email clients used to allow only few elements of HTML inside a inside an email. You can have text, images, and links. For a user to do anything, they have to be redirected to the website. You cannot connect your website or databases, etc., with the email response. So it is mostly one-way communication from a, when a business sends an email to your user. What AMP or MailModo enables uh, marketers, uh, marketers is that we, able, uh, we enable marketers to create interactive forms and widgets connect and connect their APIs or databases right from the email itself. So for example, uh, I will take an example of e-commerce companies. So when you go to an e-commerce website and you leave certain item in the cart, they, after this, Sometimes they send you an email, like, hey, uh, you left this item in your cart. Here is a 20% discount coupon code. Would you like to complete your purchase now? Given a 20% coupon code, you would be interested in uh, purchasing the product. Now, you first you have to copy the code. Then you click on the link, go to their website. Maybe you have to log in there again and then go to the cart and take several other steps, pasting the code. Then you complete the purchase. So at every step, there's a tendency for users to drop off. Uh, however, what mail model does is when in the in this case, we bring the whole cart inside the email itself. We say, hey, here is your card. Would you like to complete the purchase? The coupon code, the discount is already applied. So you just have to click next, add your address and click next, pay online. So we make it that simple. You don't have to go to website, login, etc. etc. So consider it this way like these are very busy time people are busy and like lack time and attention both we check email when we are like like walking when traveling watching tv even in meetings or having food right at that time if i ask as a marketer to uh, these users to do so many things they will not do but if i simplify the process for them they probably will convert more so that's what mail model is changing Got it. I mean, uh, to be honest, uh, most of our uh, attention spans are uh, less than that of a fly nowadays. And mm -hmm. I truly believe that the user experience has significantly improved because the number of clicks have been reduced to, uh, I mean, it's it's crazy how uh, this technology has been, um, been able to improve the user experience by so much. But I mean, I don't know if you're comfortable with sharing this, but can you share some of the successful uh, experiences that some of your clients might have had? Uh, yeah. with ambience or some campaigns that you might have run for them yeah so uh, when we are starting we actually did uh, a b testing where we sent equal number of html emails and equal number of amp emails to very similar audience with exact same subject line and content with the uh, difference of having form inside the amp email and the button inside a uh, html email there we saw a 257% jump in a conversion rate uh, in the AMP email. Um, so that was for an NPS use case, NP, uh, NPS rating. Then we have uh, we had another 
uh, campaign with the same client and we got 225% increase in conversion. Then we had run several other um, campaigns as well and we got similar results. So for one job website, we got 4x higher application rate. Um, for one e-commerce company, we got like uh, like several times higher NPS review, uh, review response rate. So yeah, so we have been seeing like anywhere like 50% to like 300% kind of increase in conversion. So, uh, I mean, I think you would agree when I say this, that, I mean, despite the number of emails that are being sent, I'm sure more number of texts would be sent every day on different text chains. So, uh, I mean, do you feel that, um, I mean, email B2B companies might be a little hesitant considering that, I mean, emails are a little, I mean, I won't say that they're old because everyone is using them. Apparently the stats say so. But do you still feel that text chains would be the next thing to um, that B2B businesses would use to market, considering that uh, plugins and uh, adding widgets and, or uh, I mean, installing plugins from apps would be easier on text chains as well? Uh, text by text, you mean WhatsApp or SMS? Yeah, WhatsApp, SMS, Messenger, mm. any any text chain service, Slack, for example. I mean, yeah, so uh, every channel has a uh, like a evolution period right uh, so there uh, so right now most of the texting is very personalized like both uh, like we talk to our friends on whatsapp right uh, i assume what will happen at like uh, hundreds of businesses start sending you whatsapp messages like right now uh, hundreds of like you would be getting like hundreds of emails every day like uh, that is the average uh, people number of emails that people get but on email uh, it is still manageable we can we, because we can filter it out we can uh, ignore the messages etc in a very like it is a more structured environment where we can check email however messaging is like it is very personalized like i would not want like hundreds of businesses sending me message whatsapp messages it will, like my important messages my friends messages will be like will go down right uh, because it is like more asynchronous emails emails are not that asynchronous right so people businesses will use uh, chat services as well but will it will be in a very different context than they, how they use emails right so they use emails for uh, for longer uh, communications it is like you want to communicate your pro company update you want to confirm an order you want to give an important update or uh, send information to your users right you will not be able to do that on a say SMS or a WhatsApp message, right? But you will be able to do a lot of other things on WhatsApp. Like people have already like you get ticket confirmation on your uh, WhatsApp, right? So, uh, but so that is important for me and that's, that is acceptable for me that my ticket is coming on my WhatsApp. But if a, a weekly newsletter or a daily newsletter comes on my WhatsApp, it will be very troublesome for me. So uh, channels will evolve all the channels will evolve and they will be used parallelly in different uh, ways by companies. So, uh, I mean, uh, with our concluding question, I just want to ask you, is there a particular business type that AMP works for and where do AMPs work? Uh, I mean, um, just the specifics, uh, are there particular web servers that uh, support AMPs? So that sort of stuff, the domains and anything that yeah so uh, from a business side like we have like all types of 
companies using our products but mostly e-commerce ed tech and fintech companies are uh, are the ones who are using it uh, in like in the most beautiful ways like they are using for cart abandonment surveys feedback lead generation appointment booking uh, and so many more things uh, from a um, client point of view uh, amp works right now with google and yahoo and mail.ru email clients in other email clients a fallback html version is shown so for example in outlook the user will not see any difference they will see the normal plain email itself but the experience of a user in google yahoo and mail.ru would be much better because they will be able to see the amp email got it so um, does this work the same for uh, the web as it does for the mobile application of gmail and yahoo yeah and and what do you think is the future for amp amp mails as of this moment do you feel that more use cases will come in as uh, more innovative uh, businesses come out or what do you sort of feel should be the next step for businesses using your services so what amp truly uh, enables is that you can create a, any kind of web experience inside email so right now even for us we are like have implemented very simple use cases of forms shopping cart calendar surveys etc but the capability even enables creating games inside email so you can play tic tac toe or you can create a team of dream 11 on inside email so the possibilities are immense like what i believe that in future most companies will have their email app as well like they just like they have a mobile app or a chrome app etc they will have an email app which they can send to their users got it um so i think that was it uh, we've covered most of the things that an early stage startup needs to talk about and we've covered most of the parts that um, akib uh, has to say about uh, mail modo and i truly believe that it's changing the way that we email um do check your inboxes daily and you might find something done by mail modo and something sort of a game or you might be having the best experience of your life thank you akib uh, so much for uh, doing this and being here um it was great having you thanks to you as well okay perfect so uh, now we will uh, play a very short game of rapid fire uh, and i'll ask you um, a very few questions uh, about startups in general mm. sure okay so one book that you would suggest all aspiring innovators to read uh, so there is one book called high growth handbook by elard gill uh, i think that uh, um, all entrepreneurs should re- read that there is another book called traction um it is uh, good to book to read uh, about various marketing channels that they can use for their startup one entrepreneur that you look up to at the moment uh so <laughs> that's a difficult uh, question um i really li- uh, like uh, uh, like uh, what grish uh, from of works have been doing and how he created a startup uh, while in a very crowded space and took it to uh, to ipo uh, in a very short span of time and how he has built a immense uh, culture in at his organization so that has been really inspiring okay uh, i mean i agree and uh, okay so choose between one of the three that you feel is most important for startups uh, founding team investment or problem idea founding team okay uh, the best advice that you ever received life business or anything um so um, 
one and well the only p important in marketing or business or in life is people it's beautiful one quality every entrepreneur should have learnability so um, as an entrepreneur you have to do a lot of things uh, which you might not have done before and you have to scale uh, very fast to make your startup grow like uh, only those people who have very high learnability they will be able to do um, and grow a startup at that scale one myth about startups you feel should be bashed um that um, um starting up makes you free it actually it, it doesn't happen um it actually makes you responsible to so many more people uh the final one and probably the most difficult question um only and only one word to sum up your entire mail moro journey uh amplified wow that's that's excellent okay uh thank you that was it uh, there was a great rapid fire um thank you for doing this uh let's say thank you thank you so much for your time as well and you know for inviting me to your podcast absolutely it was a pleasure having you um